Today on the Soul Trap, we talk time travel. We talk deja vu. We talk time travel. We talk deja vu. We talk time travel. We talk deja vu. See what happens as we know. It's like gravity. All it takes is a little push. I suppose one of the coolest things that could possibly ever be is to be able to time travel. I would love to go back and see the Red Sea part in all of its illustrious glory. I would love to go back and see David in the Valley of Elah defeating Goliath and hear the thud of that stone as it careened into the forehead of the Philistine champion. Of course, I would have loved to have been there and to see Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God, being crucified for my sins and the sins of the world. And even more than that, I would have loved to have been there on that third day as the tomb rolled back and the Son of God walked out alive, victorious over death, hell, and the grave. How cool is time travel? But time travel uh, is not possible, I think. At least it's not to us in this dispensation. Yet, John in the book of Revelation did indeed time travel. Now, in a brain-warping sort of concept, John was launched forward into time to see what the great theologian Dr. Who would call fixed points in time, things that cannot be altered, things that cannot be changed. He saw what was, what already was, what will be. How do you define that? I'm not sure. But nonetheless, John did indeed time travel. I think it's also very possible that Jesus did. Maybe not necessarily in a spatial, physical way, but at least in some sort of mental way. Because when Satan showed him all the kingdoms of this world, I have to wonder if it was the present kingdoms of the world or it was all of the future kingdoms that would have been, that could have been. And if he promised those kingdoms to Jesus, one has to wonder if he's not in charge of all of those kingdoms and if there is not a one unified spirit controlling all those, but we digress. Nonetheless, we know that John did time travel and it is very possible that Jesus did in some sense. And then there is the whole confusing issue of Elijah being called up and writing a letter and on and on and on we can begin to torque our mind. Add to the whole conversation of time travel is the situation of the Mandela effect, which has gained some traction in recent past, no pun intended. But the fact of the matter is, the Mandela effect is really, I think, highly overrated. Even though we cannot time travel, there is something otherworldly about us, however, and that is what we are going to deal with today. There is something that is eternal about us in nature. And therefore, though we are bound in this dimension, we are capable. In fact, we are originally intended and designed to operate within the realm of the two dimensions. The realm of the earth, the physical, and the realm of the heaven, the spirit, the non-material, 
as we know the word material. That eternal, that spiritual, that non-material part of us sometimes seems to brush against us in a way that is powerful. And I think that there are times when the dimensional aspect of us that is indeed in tune with the other side rears its head. And that may be the closest way to describe what is commonly called deja vu. I think most of us have experienced, to one degree or another, something we don't know how to describe other than the French word deja vu. From the website Science, How Stuff Works, the term déjà vu is a French term and means literally already seen. Those who have experienced the feeling describe it as an overwhelming sense of familiarity with something that shouldn't be familiar to us. Say, for example, you're traveling to England for the first time, you're touring a cathedral, and suddenly it seems as if you have been in that very spot before. Or maybe you're having dinner with a group of friends discussing some current political topic and you have the feeling, deep spiritual feeling, that you've already experienced this very thing, this very same set of friends, this very same dinner, the very same topic. The phenomenon is rather complex and there are... Uh, There are different theories as to why deja vu happens. Swiss scholar Arthur Funkhauser, and he is to be commended for maybe one of the coolest names ever, suggests that there are several deja experiences and asserts that in order to better study the phenomenon, the nuances between the experiences need to be noted. In the examples mentioned above, Funkhauser would describe the first incidence as déjà viste, already visited, and the second as déjà vécu, already experienced or lived through. As much as 70% of the population reports having experienced some form of déjà vu, a higher number of incidents occurs in people 15 to 25 years old than in any other age group. Déjà vu has been firmly associated with the temporal lobe. Epilepsy. Reportedly, deja vu can occur just prior to temporal lobe seizure. People suffering a seizure of this kind can experience deja vu during the actual seizure activity or in the moments in between convulsions. Since deja vu occurs in individuals with and without medical condition, there's much speculation as to how and why this phenomenon appears. Several psychoanalysts attribute deja vu to simple fantasy or wish fulfillment. While some psychiatrists describe it to a mismatching in the brain that causes the brain to mistake the present for the past, many parapsychologists believe it is related to a past life experience. Obviously, there is more investigation to be done. There is also a great little article in MysteriousUniverse.org written by Nancy Loyman Schumann. She states, The word déjà vu is French for already seen. Most of us, at least 80% of us, have experienced the uneasy feeling of having, quote, been there and done that. A new study conducted by Michelle Hook, PhD assistant professor in the Department of Neuroscience and Experimental Therapeutics at the Texas A&M Health Science Center College of Medicine, addresses the cause of this weird phenomenon. She states, quote, because there is no clear identifiable stimulus that elicits a deja vu experience. It is a retrospective report from an individual. 
It is very difficult to study deja vu in a laboratory. According to many studies, approximately two-thirds of the individuals have experienced at least one episode of deja vu in their life. Understanding how memory storage works may shed light on why some experience it more than others. Thus, the crux of the study, the article states, is based on memory storage in the brain. Clinical reports show that some patients suffering from temporal lobe epilepsy experience deja vu as a warning before an epileptic seizure. In healthy people, deja vu is more of a glitch on the brain, and that's an interesting little word, isn't it? Glitch. As it confuses the present for the past, or could it be confusing the physical for the spiritual? Could it be confusing that part of us which operates in time, and I challenge you to define time, with that part of us which operates in eternity, and I likewise challenge you to identify eternity. Long-term memories, the article goes on to state, events and facts are retained in the temporal lobe. Specific parts of the temporal lobe are important for detecting familiarity and the recognition of places and events. Though a link between the temporal lobe and deja vu hasn't been proven, there seems to be a connection in that both appear to be caused by an electrical malfunction of the brain. In temporal lobe epilepsy, a malfunctioning neuron, nerve cell, across the brain disrupts the electrical impulse to fire and cause seizure. The same dysfunctional electrical impulses that cause epileptic seizures are present in healthy individuals as well. A cited example is when an involuntary muscle spasm called a hypnogic jerk happens as a person is falling asleep. In deja vu, a healthy person may have a mismatch in the brain's neural pathway because the brain is constantly trying to create whole perceptions of the world around us with limited input. Discrepancies in the memory and in the memory system, leading sensory information to bypass short-term memory and reach long-term memory instead, may create that unsettling feeling of deja vu. But still, that only goes so far as to explain why you remember or have the feeling of remembering being there. Hook says, quote, Some suggest that when a difference in processing occurs along these pathways, the perception is disrupted and is experienced as two separate messages. The brain interprets the second version through the slowed secondary pathway as a second and separate perceptual experience, and thus the inappropriate feeling of familiarity. There may not be a simple answer to the mechanics behind deja vu yet, but with further research and studies, conclusive evidence for the phenomenon may be discovered in the future. Rob Schwartz also writes an article. He says that there are at least six valid but weird explanations for deja vu. Schwartz writes in his article, Deja vu, the bizarre sensation that you've experienced a moment, an exact moment before. Science tells us that that is, without knowing its true cause, deja vu and that it is likely a problem of memory, misfiring neurons, or some other, as Wikipedia calls it, psychological phenomenon. Just recently, however, researchers at the University of St. Andrews in the United Kingdom studied these strange experiences, concluding that, quote, they may be the brain's way of double-checking memories, or what they call conflict resolution. However, despite the research 
that has been done, deja vu remains a fantastic mystery, a fun mystery, and even a confounding one. This, in turn, has given rise to many theories about what could possibly cause us to experience a singular moment in time that is unique twice. Here, Schwartz writes, are just a handful of alternative explanations. A matter of time. Time seems to flow in only one direction, forward. The universe marches along with increasing entropy, and time never reverses its direction. We cannot move backward. Now, we cannot, let me interject here, but that's one of the interesting things about God, and you have to wonder to some degree about some of the spiritual beings, angels, the mighty ones, the sons of God. Is there an ability... Is there wisdom and innate wisdom, or is, there, or is there wisdom and ability to move in and out of time? There is a great book by Paradox Brown, talks about fallen angels and time travel. And the author gives the idea of a whiteboard. For us, time is from the left of that whiteboard on a straight line to the right of that whiteboard if you're facing it. Now, on that timeline, you may draw up or down, you may loop around, but it is still linear in essence. But is there something to the spirit world? Imagine if that line were to, at one point, bend out towards you in now a three-dimensional way. Is that what they're able to do, to loop that time back? Be that as it may, we, as the article states, cannot move backward. But not everyone believes this is true. In fact, some claim that time is cyclical. It repeats or even flows in both directions. We as humans with limited perceptions don't usually notice until we actually do. One compelling idea is that our consciousness exists outside of our physical bodies in a higher dimension. And when deja vu occurs, it's actually a brief moment when that separation becomes clear. Now that seems to touch in a little bit to what we were talking about earlier. That what is actually happening at deja vu is a profound recognition of the physical part of you, of the spiritual part of you, in an outside observational manner. The article goes on to say, we become aware of the forward and backward flow of time and realize we actually have experienced this very time and place before. Then there is the idea of a glitch in the Matrix. During one scene in the Matrix, Neo crosses paths with the same black cat twice within seconds. Whoa, he says famously, deja vu. What happens next is an interesting revelation. As Trinity explains, one of the main characters, Deja Vu is actually a glitch in the Matrix, indicating that the computer program they call life has been changed. Here in the real world, some believe the simulation hypothesis may actually be true. We could, like Neo and his friends, be living within a simulated reality. And if that's the case, perhaps we too suffer glitches on occasion in the form of Deja Vu. Systems indeed do tend to go down for maintenance or require upgrades. If so, I think, the writer says, at least this might be a potential, the glitch in the matrix. Then there is the idea of reincarnation that you have lived before. Reincarnation is a belief that when we die, we begin an entirely new life in a different physical form. If this is true, deja vu could be the surfacing of hidden memory, evidence of previous existence. Here's an even stranger possibility. According to the Big Bounce Theory, the universe may experience a repeating cycle of big crunches, during which it collapses back into 
a singularity, and Big Bang. Over and over again, the universe is created and destroyed, perhaps infinitely. Now, if the universe is infinitely cyclical, could it be possible that in multiple different variations of the universe, the exact same arrangement of galaxies, planets, particles, me, you, could happen multiple times? Could Deja Vu, the writer of the article say, be a sign that we have lived this exact life before? Well, the answer to that is found in Genesis 1.1, but it is still fun to think about. Memories from other worlds is another option. Science continues to point us towards the existence of other worlds. Now, science may be pointing us towards that. The Bible crystal clearly teaches that. With ideas like many worlds interpretation opening, existing doorways into the possibilities of alternate universes, each branching out with every new observation, every new choice. If these parallel universes do exist, could we interact with them? For now, this appears to be fantasy, but there are stories of those who believe they've come from other universes and remember how things were. In other extraordinary cases, people have experienced what they call alter-verse. While they did not change universe or worldliness, they seem and seemingly remember things that happened in them, sharing memories with other versions of themselves. Deja vu may in this case happen when worlds converge. Again, there is precognition. Related to deja vu is deja vesu, a much more intense feeling that you've lived through a moment before, but it doesn't end there. During an episode of Deja Vesu, you may even feel like you can predict what's going to happen next, and in some unexplainable cases, you might be right. Now, I'll share with you a personal example. And I'm sure that there is a biological, statistical, all of this can be factored into what I'm about to tell you. But I'm going to tell you anyway. The other day I was watching, I believe it was Alabama play football, and they have a really, really good kicker. The kicker got up to kick, and I had a flashing deep sensation, as clear as a bell, that he was going to miss it. And he missed it. Now, I know that that's simplistic, and I know that that's a lot of statistics and a lot of dynamics there, but it was so profound in my mind that it made me pause and think. It wasn't that I thought he was going to miss it. I knew he was going to miss it. Have you ever known that somebody is going to call? Have you ever been thinking about somebody when we find out they were thinking about you? Precognition is an option that some believe deja vu fits the bill for. And then, of course, there is the visit from the men in black. In 1997's Men in Black, Agent Zed gives his introduction to the iconic shadow organization dedicated to protecting Earth from extraterrestrial threats. And staying hidden was key. Quote, your entire image is crafted to have no lasting memory with anyone you encounter. He tells their latest recruit, Agent J, you're a rumor recognizable only as deja vu and dismissed just as quickly. In the film, men in black agents use a device called a neuralizer to wipe the memories of witnesses to extraterrestrial activity. Alleged encounters with real men in black usually involve interrogations, intimidation, and worse. That said, the technology to erase memory may someday exist, if it doesn't already. And if it is, and if it does, 
it may be being used. Could Deja Vu, the writer of the article, be a fading artifact from your own encounter with men in black? And what is Deja Vu? I don't know that anyone truly does know what Deja Vu is. But it is one of those strange things that we have all experienced. Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Well, it doesn't seem like you can talk about Deja Vu for very long without bringing up, as already mentioned, the Mandela Effect. In another article, The Shazam Problem, the Mandela Effect strikes again. There's always something new and exciting going on in the wonderful world of the Mandela Effect. This time, we have an anomaly involving the comedian Sinbad in an early 90s movie called Shazam or Shazam. Shazam spelled S-H-A-Z-A-M or S-H-A-Z-A-A-M. The problem? That movie doesn't exist on this particular world line. People desperately remember hearing about or seeing Sinbad Genie Movie as a child. This has been brought up again very recently since Will Smith has played in the Aladdin movie. Some claim to have watched it over the years, even within the last decade. Others perfectly remember renting the VHS when it was first released, claiming it was produced by Disney or Universal Pictures or some other well-known studio. Others still have claimed to own a copy of Shazam on VHS, only to later search through their collection and find it simply doesn't exist. There is no Shazam. Now, when we begin first looking into this, the article states, I thought Shazam? Yeah, I remember that, but it starred Shaq. I didn't remember any genie movie starring Sinbad, so I did a quick search, and the only thing I found was Shazam, a DC comic character with a new movie coming out in 2019. What I was actually thinking of turned out to be 1996's Kazam, starring Shaquille O'Neal. And how could I forget in that bizarre film, Shaq played the titular rapping genie Kazam who lived in a magic boombox. Not great by any means, but I do remember it. What then is this mysterious Shazam? A film that so many people claim to remember, yet can no longer find. The article goes on to state, to be fair... Most people who claim to remember Shazam also remember Kazam and see them as two completely separate movies. Many remember Shazam releasing a few years earlier. The most popular summary of the missing film appears to belong to a Redditor called Epic Journey Man who posted in his complete analysis. Another Redditor by the name of Soaring Moon later shared a similar memory. Suffice it to say, the film they remember involves two young siblings, a boy and a girl, who stumble upon a genie's lamp. Chaos ensues, family hijinks abound, happy ending as always. The most interesting part of Epic Journey Man's analysis, however, is his complete memory of managing a video rental store at the time. He remembers not only seeing the film, but also ordering two copies from the store at half price, he wrote. He even remembers the film's VHS cover. Perhaps he was right. And the movie was just that bad. 
or perhaps its malfunctioning was actually caused by the early effects of distortion in our world timeline. The beginning signs that a universal erasure was taking place, like Marty McFly fading from existence. At any rate, multiple mock-ups of the film's poster and VH cover have appeared on the internet, either as fakes passed off as real or recreations meant to show what people remember. Many have memories of Sinbad on the cover of Shazam, smiling with his arms folded, wearing a purple turban and a golden vest, and I have that exact memory. In other mock-ups, Sinbad appears as a genie rising out of a magic swirl from his lamp, arms crossed and one eye raised. The recreation, epic journeyman shared with his post, and a bit more of what I'd expect from low-budget straight VHS family film, showing Sinbad appears to look real. But the fact of the matter is, it is not. There was no Shazam. There was nothing. Well, there is an image of when Sinbad hosted a Sinbad Sailor Marathon on TNT back in 1994, in which he can be seen wearing an adventurous getup, a turban. Once again, he looks the part, but it was not the movie. There are those that believe it was the Mandela Effect. There are those that believe it was a memory effect. I don't know. What is deja vu? What is our memory effect? There is a mystery to man. Because man dwells in two worlds. A world of earth, a world of material, a world of time, a world of now. And a world of then, a world of heaven. A world without time. A world beyond the other side. What is it? Deja vu is usually a glitch in the matrix. It happens when they change something. It happens when they change something.